Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's up, family? Jared the Boss Man here. You're tuned into the Boss Man Show on AM 1010, AM 1430, 1055 The King. Get the King out at 1055theking.com and the Boss Hit me up on Instagram, The Boss Man Show, Twitter at Boss Man Show, and Facebook, Boss Man Show. It's The Boss Man on your radio. Listen to The Boss Man Show with your host, JR, Saturdays at 9 a.m. right here on AM 1010, The King. What's up, good people? Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. The latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball boxing, golf, and more. Better Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wages, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use your promo code BLEAV, B-L-E-A-V for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online when the game starts. On the Boss Man Show here with Northwest State Demons, Forkham, Brad Ladd here with the Boss Man Show. Coach, how you doing, man? I'm just going down there in Demon Land, man. Man, I appreciate you having me on. Uh, it's always fun to be, you know, especially this time of year. Um, you know, everybody's got got a lot of expectations and, um, you know, kind of getting ready for, for the season. And, um, you know, the, the, the last couple of weeks um, has kind of been the, the – I guess you could say downtime for our coaches. I let them get away. Uh, but now we ramp back up. We got uh, we got a couple of camps next week. Um, you know, we got our players in. And, uh, man, just getting ready for August 1st when, uh, you know, I guess true report day for fall camp. Now, Coach, keep it has been your sixth year being the head man here. And I know you've been there previously, previous stop. Now it's six years being the head coach. And it has been that long already. You know, it is funny. It's it's funny you ask that because, um, you know, when you look back, it hadn't seemed uh, that long. But, um, but man, there's been so much that's going on within those uh, six years. You know, when you look at COVID and, and what that did to, to not just us, but everyone. And, um, you know, then you throw in the transfer portal. You throw in the, the NIL. I mean, a lot of things in college football and college athletics, you know, uh, that has happened over the last six years that, you know, to be honest, when I stepped into this position six years ago compared to where it is today, how, how you know, the things that have changed and, um, you know, how recruiting has changed, you know, how your roster, you know, changes yearly, um, you know, more so than it ever has. So, you know, there's a lot a lot of different things that, that go on now compared to six years ago. And, um, you know, but it's, uh, it's, it's great looking forward to uh, this sixth season. 
And coach, uh, do you feel like with the NIL and the transfer transfer portal, with their focus being as much on the known commodities now, you can get better high school kids in to help develop and build your program now. Since a lot of FBS people and higher FCS guys are trying to find guys in the portal that find those foothold that way. Your way you can get kind of find a good young man from Texas or Louisiana or Georgia, Alabama that's not getting recruited and build that way. Yeah, and you see that, you know, because you know, one thing I said, you know, I'm a former high school head coach. So when when COVID hit and it gave the student athletes at the collegiate level another year, I said at that particular time, that's gonna hurt those that are in high school because they don't get an extra year one. And then two, we didn't take as many high school players because we weren't losing the number of guys that we usually do. Um, you know, and we're probably still, we're going to be closer this year to getting back to the normal high school number of high school players that, that we would normally take. Um, you know, because my philosophy has been depending on how many seniors that have, finish their eligibility you know last year we had 11 well my goal is to sign 11 high school kids young men to replace them usually that number is 18 to 20 to 25 right mm-hmm. um so you're you're just for northwestern you're talking um you know 12 or 15 high school players that we normally would take that we're not taking. Well, you multiply that by the number of FBS and FCS schools. That's a lot of high school kids that are getting left out. So to answer your question, yes. And for us, I think we're going to get, we're going to see a little bit more normal, uh, hopefully this recruiting class, um, because we're going to have more seniors that finish their eligibility. So we're going to bring in more high school young men. So um, you know, we're still going to utilize the portal. You know, when we lose a guy to the portal, which we've, we've lost guys this year that have went to bigger schools, well, we don't want to replace them with a high school player because now you're you're losing maybe a junior or senior, you're replacing with a freshman. Well, your roster is going to get turned upside down. And so when we lose a junior or senior, we want to bring in a junior or senior. So that's kind of been our philosophy. And But you do see some high school young men out there that probably normally may go to a bigger school that, that are still available. 100% coach. You know what, coach? I feel like, you know, it's got a gift and a curse. I, I know I, I was joking with somebody. So I guess this new COVID thing, I'll be your left too. <laughs> 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 I'm almost 40 years old. So I got myself, myself. But, but it definitely helps you develop that, that camaraderie chemistry in your program and keeps that continuity that, that you and I know local fan football that's very important because when guys know what to do, they can play fast about thinking. They are not to expect that they usually and usually will, will play better. Yeah, and, you know, that's what's changed is, you know, Fall camp has always been important, as we all know. But, you know, now it's, you know, we we brought in 17 newcomers in January. All right. So the spring was important to make sure we mix the newcomers, transfers with the existing guys, you know, because just like you talked about, that team camaraderie. Well, you know, after the spring, um, we, we may lose some guys, so we're bringing in some more transfers. So fall camp not only – you know, the X's and O's, but also the team building, you know, because you're, you're, that may be 
the first time the entire roster is together on the field for a football practice. And so, you know, the fall camp's going to be important to, 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 to get that team chemistry, that camaraderie, you know, not only on the field, but also off the field, because, you know, my big thing is adversity is going to hit. Mm-hmm. And just like in a family and the closer you are as a family is how you're going to be able to overcome that adversity. And that's what we got to continue to build uh, amongst this football team is, is that family atmosphere working for one another, because it's only going to help on the field as well. 100% coach. And I feel like, you know, I know when I played, when I was in Atlanta, I wasn't the best I could be, but I was around my guys in Tennessee working out with them. I was actually more accountable because, you know, coach, when you got, you know, we have a team that are accountable to each other. You don't have to coach the effort and, and energy. That means you was a good team already because I, I, teams I had where the coach had to really just be like, do this, do this, this, we wasn't as good. So I think when you're around your guys, hold you accountable, you build that camaraderie, you build that, that oneness. So when things do happen, turnovers happen, you're still together. When a muff punt, whatever, we know stuff still happens in football. So when you all those things happen, you, you all have that chaos that you're together and you're and you one and connected as, as one man with each everybody with the same goal to win this game today. Yeah, and you know, probably one of our most important well, it was our most important hire was this January I brought in a new strength coach. And um, you know, because our players are with him and the st- and, and the strength and conditioning staff more so than they are with us. So it, what we've been able to accomplish from the strength and conditioning staff has really changed our team because it's, it's held people accountable, just like you talked about. Um, you know, it's developed that team chemistry that he's brought in, in, in the weight room and, and doing the little things right that that's going to carry over onto the field. And so, you know, the, the spring has been huge from the strength and conditioning aspect and the summer, you know, not just getting bigger, stronger, and faster, which we're all trying to do, but to develop that team chemistry and, and being a player-led football team. And I think you see our team starting to to trend towards that. Um, you know, yeah, coach is going to put the game plan together, the practice plan together. But, but just like you said, those players holding each other accountable, that's how you're going to have success when you have a player-led team. And we're gearing ourselves towards that. And coach, do you feel like playing quarterback didn't go on the defense side of the ball that you kind of knew what the defense was doing because from playing quarterback, you know, playing I'm no playing receiver, I play receiver. So for me, it was always kind of declare a man's zone. Well, what are you doing? Running doing motion, don't doing the motion, figure out man's zone, see if you're trying to hide or trying to disguise what coming to his cover one or whatever like that. Do you feel like that? But you've been a quarterback going to the different side of the ball as a coordinator. It's that that helps you on that side of the ball, help your players know what the quarterback's trying to it's look for and see. Yeah, I do. You know, because you know, growing up playing quarterback and then coaching on the offensive side for the first eight years of my coaching career, and then jumping over on the defensive side, which I've never played defense. Um, and up until 2003, when I became the defensive coordinator, never coached defense. But the head coach at the time, Scott Stoker, um, went through the same transition. And um, and so he was able to to teach me. And, and I think that has helped carry on throughout my coaching career. You know, A, playing quarterback and coaching that side of the ball, and then also being on the defensive side. And, and then also throwing special teams. Because on, uh, I like dealing with special teams. 
because you deal with both both sides of the ball. Mm-hmm. You're dealing with offensive players, defensive players, and um, and so that's kind of as I've become the head coach, have geared more towards the special teams aspect um, than really offense or defense. Yep, third phase is so important. I don't think fans realize the hidden yardage, no punts and returns, how that makes a difference in the in games. Like that, that third phase is 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 a is a real phase. And I hate that they're trying to devalue the third phase of that game because I was a return man myself. I like I like I like returns. I don't want to be devalued. I know I know I know player safety, but it's like, man, that part of the game is important, Steve. <laughs> you know. Well, I mean, it, it, the facts are 20% of the game is played on special teams. You know, so if you just – if you when you look at the number of plays in a game, 20% of those plays are special teams, and you look at the lost yardage, our yardage gained via special teams. And uh, when you really break that down, you know, the, the importance – you said you're a returner. You know, my big deal coaching the punt return is let's get a first down. What is that? All right, it's a return of 10 yards or more. Well, I mean, you know, you average that, then you're getting an extra first down every time they punt the football. You know, that's going to add up at the end of the game. That's going to add up at the end of the season. Same thing at kickoff returns. So, um, you know, I think the, uh, you know, what we have instilled in our players and the importance of special teams, um, I think, has benefited us um, you know, and, and you may not see it initially right out the gate, but over the course of the year, you see where that adds up and you have success. I also love the field goal block team, too. I love that team as well. <laughs> I love now. I'll be the coach. I'll jump off sides sometimes. Trying to, get, <laughs> trying, to, trying to get a jump. I'm, I won't lie to you. I, was I understand that. Yeah. That's right. So, so it was like it was fourth and seven or so. I would go, <laughs> take them over chance. It's fourth, less than fourth. And five. I wouldn't do it, but I'm hoping the referee, the OBC, wouldn't. Sometimes they wouldn't call it. So I'm just trying to. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Because I mean. It, from when the ball snapped to the ball's kicked is, I mean, you're trying to be around 1.2 seconds. So as you trying to go block it, every split second is important. And, you know, you're trying to get that little extra jump. And, but, but like you talked about, that can change the momentum of a game. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, yes, it, it eliminates them maybe getting an extra point, one point or a field goal, three points, but just the momentum change um you know can really change the whole and, and you know the, the course of the game at that particular time and it gets in the kicker's head too because i know sometimes getting their head they'll, they'll miss wide right so i'm coming off i'm coming usually i'm used to coming at the kicker's right legs but they can so the other guy's on the left side so if i get there and force him he's gonna make play kick wide right or miss it or or try to pull it so we look at it as, as contracting the kicker if we didn't get, we get the ball we want to make sure we but he was distracted to maybe miss a field goal. And the OVC kicking was not a premium. So <laughs> trust <laughs> me, it definitely worked in the OVC. <laughs> Them guys come out to work, work for Dern. I'm like, this is what you recruited to kick, but okay. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, man, I love some of the teams. I love it. You know, my dad was a coach. So my, my dad had me out there. Um, he's a young man. So he's, he's 84 years old come August. So, that's that coach's awesome. son, man, is like it's amazing. It's his day, coach. We watch games. He's talking about inside zone, outside zone, combo curves. He's teased up the dad. We also want to watch the game, dad. Well, well, how we do it? 
<laughs> but he still does it, Coach. He that's still awesome. does it, man. That's awesome. Yeah, that's great. Is he still does he live there in Atlanta? He sure does. Good. That's awesome. Yes. Yes, he he tried. I, I told him, I said, Dad, you can't talk to my sons like this. They they don't quite understand what you're saying. <laughs> Granddad told us this. They don't understand it. Yeah. <laughs> don't understand. You can talk to him in simple terms, Dad. You can't tell them about certain things that we know about. <laughs> yeah. He's talking to them like he's talking to you. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Mm. He's like, they're aiming for it. Especially the four-year-old. He don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> But no, nah, coach is great, man. And I, I see a good night, a good nine o'clock schedule, coach. You got Lafayette, uh, Louisiana Tech. Which I know you coach high school ball and rest in there. So that's awesome. Eastern Illinois team. I knew it do well from OVC. So I probably had nine o'clock schedule would help you for that playing conference and, and down there when you got do it north, <laughs> you got do it southeast Louisiana, all those different guys in the southern conference you got to play. Well, it's um, I tell you, it's it's a fun schedule this year. You know, when you when you look at you know, opening up and you got uh, Louisiana Tech and Lafayette uh, the first two weeks. Um, you know, those are easy trips. Um, you know, a lot of times you recruit against them. Um, you know, being in state, you know, those are those, you know, the Louisiana Tech rivalry goes back. Um, used to play in Shreveport every year for the at, at Independent Stadium, State Fair Classic, uh, you know, back in the 70s and 80s. Um, you know, when I was uh, playing, had the opportunity to play them back in 1993 or 1994. So, you know, a lot of history with Louisiana Tech and then Lafayette. We played Lafayette uh, not recently, but but back uh, in mid 2000s, we played them a couple times. So, you know, those are great in-state games. And then Stephen F., you know, who used to be in the conference, um. You know, and, and we would always play them at the end of the year, and, and it was the largest trophy in college football at that particular time. Um, you know, seven foot six, uh, you know, chief that we played for. So, you know, it's good to, to, to get that rivalry back. You know, when they left the conference, we didn't play them for a couple of years. So, um, you know, I think those three games to start the season, um, you know, with in-state rivalries, in-state schools, and then, a, 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 you know, an old Southland Conference rivalry. So, you know, plus you're playing three good football teams. You know, they're they're going to uh, they're going to test us and 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 show us, you know, what we do well and things that we need to fix before we get into conference. Sounds good, Coach. You know what, Coach? I really, I really love what you all are doing down there, man. Uh, I feel like you build something special down there. It's, it's like I said, fans have to be patient. When you're trying to build something, the COVID year happens. So I definitely feel like you build something special on that, Coach Larry. And I thank you for your time today. Good to chat with you about some football, special teams. I didn't realize special teams got like, I, I, it got me going, man. <laughs> we, got, we got that together, man. We got that together, man. So yeah. I'll just get it real soon, Coach. Hope to see you on the recruiting trail in Atlanta here. You're very in town. I'm going to get the number offline so we can stay, stay in contact with each, uh, each other. So hopefully we'll see you be here recruiting, man. Man, I appreciate you having me on and uh, look forward to doing it anytime. Thank you so much, Coach. I appreciate you, man. Yes, sir. Take care. What's up, good people? Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. The latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wages, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use your promo code BLEAV, B-L-E-A-V. 
for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. What's up, family? Jared the Boss Man here. You're tuned into the Boss Man Show on AM 1010, AM 1430, 1055 The King. Get the King out at 105thekeen.com and the Boss Man Show at bossmanshow.com. Hit me up on Instagram, the Boss Man Show, Twitter at Boss Man Show, and Facebook, Boss Man Show. It's the Boss Man on your Radio. Listen to the Boss Man Show with your host, JR, Saturdays at 9 a.m. right here on AM 1010, The King. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.